sex, politics, social issues. Most content creators who work on these subjects on social media platforms have been managing to win the numbers game. I mean, in terms of views, followers, shares. There's a misconception that many people have that, you know, if you provide information to young people about sex, they're all going to go rush out and have sex. But in fact, yeah. research indicates that young people who have access to sex education are less likely to take risks with their own or another person's health or safety. देश के विपक्षी दलों के गठबंधन इंडिया अलायंस ने फाइनली वो लिस्ट जारी की है जिसका सबको इंतजार था टेक सेक्स एजुकेशन फॉर एग्जाम्पल इट इज समथिंग दैट्स बिन कंस्पिक्यूसली मिसिंग फ्रॉम इंडियन एजुकेशन करिकुलम्स बट सेक्स एजुकेटर्स ऑन सोशल मीडिया लाइक लीजा मंगल दास तनाया नरेंद्र हुपुलरली नोन एज डॉक्टर क्यूटरस सीमा आनंद एंड मेनी अदर्स लाइक दैम हैव बिन टैकलिंग दिस गैप थ्रू देयर पोस्ट एंड वीडियोज they bust myths around sex talk about sexual wellness and health and a variety of related issues and over time they've built a solid set of followers who find value in the work that they've been putting out it is the same with a lot of creators on youtube who talk about news and politics at a time when television news is more circus than news very often people trust content creators more than television news anchors themselves and all of this has been possible because these creators had a platform that allowed them to reach the masses like meta's instagram and for a lot of them it is now their full time career but lately things have been changing and not in a good way if you use instagram at all and you follow any of these accounts i'm sure you've seen stories or posts by these creators talking about how their content was flagged down without a good reason or that they are being shadow banned and that their reach has taken a dip it is one or the other form of censorship that they're facing whether it is content flagging suspension shadow banning or even account deletion your post goes against the community guidelines that is the go to sentence that social media platforms have been using to take down content but platforms like instagram and youtube have been making efforts to reduce scams and deceptive practices for years because it is their responsibility but with time the methods that they've been using to do this are getting stricter and as these guidelines get tougher the consequences are getting clearer than ever before they use a combination of human and ai resources to identify the supposed problematic content but the more that they rely on ai the more the chances of misunderstanding for example what happened to dr cuterus Her reel on female condoms was flagged for adult solicitation by Instagram. So, in their effort to make social media platforms a safe space, content creators are being left as collateral damage. Welcome to Daybreak, a business podcast from the Ken. I'm your host Nikdha Sharma and I don't chase the news cycle. Instead, thrice a week on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, I will come to you with one business story that is worth understanding and worth your time. Today is Wednesday, the 20th of September. About 
Two months ago, Akshara Ashok, a creator who has 241,000 followers on Instagram, declared that she was going to stop posting sex ed and mental health related content. But these are the subjects that made her handle Happy Fluff Comics popular. People found her content relatable. She's an illustrator who uses her comic characters to take on issues like patriarchy, body positivity, mental and sexual health, women's rights, and LGBTQ issues. So, what changed? Akshara just got tired of having her content taken down again and again by Instagram because, according to the social media app, they went against the platform's community guidelines on adult sexual solicitation. She is not the only one that this has been happening to. A growing set of influencers and creators who work around these subjects are very upset with the platform. For someone like Akshara, Instagram is the main source of income and all her collaborations with the likes of Amazon Prime Video, Disney Hotstar and Google revolve around her Instagram handle. Similar things are also happening to creators on YouTube. The ones who talk about current events, news and politics are facing restrictive rules on the platform, which ironically was once upon a time known for being an open space for such content. My colleague, the Ken reporter Shivani Verma, spoke to eight sex ed creators, including two doctors. And they all told her how these restrictions have increased this year. And the worst part, it is hitting them where it hurts the most. It is taking a toll on their reach, discoverability and most importantly, revenue. But before I tell you more about this, my colleague Akshaya has a small message for you. When a company is faced with an existential crisis, it can do one of two things. Go back to what's familiar and low risk and live to fight another day, or throw caution to the wind and use the crisis to reinvent itself. This is the dilemma facing streaming giant Disney Plus Hotstar. It is definitely grappling with an existential crisis since it lost the IPL rights and its partnership with HBO to Reliance's Geo Cinema last year. For many, there is nothing worth watching on Disney Plus Hotstar besides the IPL and all HBO shows like Game of Thrones and Succession. In fact, the numbers attest to this. Disney Plus Hotstar's subscriber base shrank by nearly 5 million users in India after it lost the digital rights for IPL. Interestingly enough though, Disney's decline and fall in India is also the story of Geo's rise and ascendancy. So which of the two parts that we discussed do you think Disney Plus Hotstar has chosen? Just living to fight another day or completely reinventing itself? Well, you'll have to read the story to find out. This story has been made available for free for exactly 24 hours, just for today, the 20th of September. So go ahead, give it a read and share away with your friends before the counter runs out. I am Akshaya from the Ken's Newsroom. Thank you for listening to us. If you like what we do, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to Snigda. So who decides what gets flagged, taken down or restricted on social media platforms? Tanaya Narendra, who goes by Dr. Cuteris, explained to Shivani how most of her content is around periods, contraceptives, abortions, etc. 
But she said, and I'm quoting, Meta's AI will suddenly decide that the said content is soliciting sex and there is no human intervention. End quote. Meta says that it uses a combination of AI and people to moderate content on its platforms. A company spokesperson told Ken that it has built features such as account status to help creators understand why their content may not be recommended and how they can delete any content that is affecting their account or appeal the decision if they think there was a mistake. For the most part, it is AI and machine learning tools that identify and remove the violating content. And in case the AI misses it, human reviewers are asked to enforce the guidelines. YouTube also has similar processes in place. But a bunch of Instagram creators complained to us, saying that very often it is unclear whether the content was reviewed by a human or by an AI system. Plus, there is a very clear lack of access to human support. Only one of the eight sex ed creators that spoke to the Ken were assigned a partner manager by their social media platform. So how is a social media platform able to tell what is what? Meta, for example, restricts content categorized as nudity, sexual activity or adult solicitation. But the problem is that we have no idea how it differentiates between them when it comes to educational, humorous or satirical content. And because of this, the engagement numbers that creators usually see has been taking a hit. For example, Karishma Swaroop, a sexuality educator who goes by the moniker Talk You Never Got on Instagram, saw a dip in her post reach from 40 to 50,000 to just 10,000. Intimacy coach Pallavi Barnwal experienced a 25% drop in her revenue. So, how are content creators reacting to all these restrictive methods? Stay tuned to find out. Dr. Cuteris told Shivani that now, instead of focusing their energy on creating authentic, scientifically accurate content, they have to keep up with the strategies of social media platforms to ensure that the AI does not flag them. To her, this is a complete waste of time. Some sex ed creators told Ken that they weren't even informed about the takedowns. They only found out when they checked their profile settings. So in response, some appeal and the other they just delete the flagged content. Now, to protect their accounts, creators are also taking to archiving their posts. Akshara did it for 30 of her sex ed posts, which make up for half of her collaboration income. Lisa Mangaldas, who's been a sex education content creator for the last seven years, says that sensitivity is a subjective matter. She says, and I'm quoting, why is Instagram deciding what one can see or cannot see? When content on sexuality and pleasure is automatically restricted, even if it is educational, it is not a level playing field. End quote. Dear listeners, this is just a part of Shivani's complete report that I highly recommend you read. I've linked it to the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening and see you on Friday. Daybreak is produced from the newsroom of the Ken, India's first subscriber-focused business news platform. What you're listening to is just a small sample of our subscriber-only offerings. A full subscription unlocks daily long-form feature stories, newsletters, subscriber-only apps, and podcast extras. Head to theken.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top of the website. 
I am Snigdha Sharma, your host, and today's episode was edited by my colleague Rajiv Sien.